Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTH Show. Today, let's talk about if Mexicans are killing caravan migrants. But first, roll the intro. All right. Thank you for uh, coming back and watching our uh, current events commentary news uh, channel here that we're running. Um, and if you're new here, we are available obviously here on YouTube or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. Um, again, we really appreciate for anyone that takes the time to uh, watch any of our videos. Right, Josh? Yeah, exactly. And particularly when it's an episode like today, it's it's not always the the fun that we've been having over the past week. Uh, it's a little bit of a, a bit of a heavier topic today, right? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, but you know what? It's it's part of the news, and it needs to be covered. And uh, there are some people that are gonna just uh, kind of shrug their shoulders and say, "Man, doesn't really affect me." But obviously, we know that for that being true, there's the the opposite is true as well. Uh, and of course, there are some people that are going to say, hey, you know what? I, this this definitely affects me. And with that, let's get right into it. Uh, today's story is unfortunately, like Josh said, a little bit of a heavy hearted because it involves, you know, the, the at this point, what it looks like uh, the massacre of uh, migrants. And for that, we turn to the NBC uh, website where they had an article titled Guatemalan Maya Families Fear Migrant relatives among Mexican massacre victims. If confirmed that the victims were migrants, the attack would be among the worst atrocities in recent years against Central Americans in Mexico. It also added that the uh, Guatemalan Mayan family said Monday they fear relatives among the bodies found over the weekend in a remote part of northern Mexico, along a route popular with migrant smugglers heading towards the U.S. border. Uh, after receiving a tip-off in the border state of Tamaulipas in northern Mexico, Mexican authorities recovered 19 bodies, many of which had gunshot wounds and were badly charred. So far, the dead have not been identified. So it is, it is of course, uh, devastating, right, to, to hear um, of, of a lost life, you know, especially when we're not, you know, talking about uh, people that, uh, I don't know, that in some fashion deserved it, you know. It's different when you hear like, oh, um, I don't know, a uh, burglar or, or for that matter, murderer, you know, loses life and, and, and escape or some random story. And you're like, well, the guy deserved it. In this particular case, 19 bodies of which we know nothing about other than we're 19 human beings that unfortunately um, were killed and, and even uh, burned. Right. So in a different article that I translated um, to Spanish, or I'm sorry, to English, a website called saidbetanzos.com, uh, that one, again, in, in a rough translation, uh, added that uh, allegedly um, they, they believe for sure, unlike the, in the NBC article that I just read, they believe for sure to be uh, the bodies of, of Central Americans right, or people uh, with Central American origins. In addition, it said that these bodies were found in two different vehicles, both which were burned. Um, they're more descriptive. Um, I'll leave out the, the two, uh, two fine details, but I will put the links down below on the YouTube channel if you want to read it for yourself. Uh, I really don't feel like getting um, 
this particular video demonetized because I want to get the information out, right? And I don't want to get a, I don't want YouTube to flag it down. But I will say that it has some gruesome details, right, of how the bodies were found, uh, all apparently with gunshots, right? And again, burned. It, it, it is devastating. It is uh, tragic. But the, the question here that we really have to ask ourselves is, you know, why is it that we now have apparently uh, people in Mexico uh, taking matters into their own hands? Yes, uh, some of these articles are also pointing the finger at possibly car cartel activity, you know, involved in these atrocities. But, you know, nobody really has taken credit for them. And, and I don't, I highly doubt that there will be any one cartel to come out, even though allegedly the area is being disputed among uh, different groups. I, I don't see any of them coming out and be like, oh, it was us. Just anybody who was wondering, it was, it was actually us who, who did this. No. At this point, you know, the idea is that the bodies uh, of the Central Americans, uh, mainly presumably... Um, or presumed to be from Guatemala, uh, where were were done by by people in Mexico, right? And again, is this a sign of people uh, taking matters into their own hands? There are a large number of people that are tired and have publicly come out, whether it be in forums, comments, videos, all over social media, saying, you know. I am a citizen of Mexico, and I don't want to see these caravans coming through my city, my town, because of different reasons. Why? Uh, right at the top, we have people complaining that some of these caravans leave behind a trail of, of garbage, you know, everywhere that they are fed or they are clothes, and they'll leave just trash everywhere. You know, they'll pretty much destroy small parks or wherever they are, you know, temporarily placed while they continue on their journey. And then who has to clean up after everything are the, the citizens of, again, that town or that city, right? And a lot of people in Mexico are saying, we're done with that. You know, we don't want to do this anymore. Of course, then you have other things like allegedly some uh, people in those caravans that are, you know, are, are bringing across uh, what's called El Trato de Blancas, which is essentially uh, um, trafficking uh, young women, right? Or women, period, for... You know, not good reasons, right? Uh, for for ones that get across the border to you know put him into prostitution and stuff like that. So there are just a ton a ton of problems with these migrant caravans. It's not just the oh well if it's the trash you know we'll take care of that. No no no. Again, there are much more uh, or, or many more hidden right uh, and and nefarious reasons behind some of these caravans. Every single person, no. Every single caravan, no. But many, yes. Um, and there's even another article that you had, uh, Josh, right? Yeah, that was, um, well, actually this was going a little bit close to the root of, uh, probably where this is coming from. And it was actually coming straight from the BBC and the headline was migrant caravan in Guatemala blocks thousands bound for us. There's a lot of strife going through there in Guatemala at the moment as people from Honduras or or other Central American countries are trying to get through. I think uh, the BBC said that there was an estimated 7,000 migrants, mostly from Honduras, who have entered in recent days fleeing poverty and violence. They hope to travel through Mexico to get to the U.S. border. And, of course, every year, tens of thousands of Central Americans attempt this perilous journey to try and reach the U.S., often on foot in groups known as caravans. So 
yeah, this is, I mean, it's absolutely horrible what's going on there, particularly in Central America as well. I think we, we've seen over the past dec past couple of decades that, you know, they've been going through serious, serious economic strife. And even now with coronavirus going on and all that, it's going to be even worse now. So people are really at the end of their rope. And you have to think about it in the mind of someone who's actually willing to, as it said, walk thousands of miles, thousands, thousands of miles just to better their life. It's not just something like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I could do with a better life. You know, I, I could do with a, a little bit, maybe a garden. You know, I'd like a garden with grass. Or something like that. it's not just as simple as that these people are scared of 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 being prisoners in their own country essentially to put it one way you know their their fear of death their fear of losing all their money it's it's terrible really yeah i mean it it is a a double edged sword for the person directly right uh because i think this is a a multi-layered problem for the person directly migrating Right. For many of these uh, Central American countries, it's do I stay in my country and, and, and deal with whatever problems it is that I was born into? Right. Um, or do I travel across Mexico uh, and other countries as well? Right. Uh, depending on where they're coming from and then possibly face other problems, other issues, deadly problems. Right. Like we are now talking about today. Right. Where I might be picked up. And, and killed to make an example of, right? Or at least that's the idea that I'm assuming, uh, you know, the people behind this atrocity were trying to, you know, send a message and saying, we're going to make an example out of these people. And then ultimately is when I do, and finally an if cross to the U.S., I don't know what awaits there. Because I think while the U.S., right, arguably, I know some people will say, is is uh, pretty pretty damn good in comparison to many other parts of the world. It is not it is not paradise, right? It is not it is not a a one hundred percent safe haven for anyone and everyone that comes here, right? We have many problems of our own. Again, arguably we are much better and in and in much better status, right? Um, here as a as a person as a human being than if you are in any, any in most parts of the world. Okay, so with that said, I will say that in a completely different layer, not at the individual migrant, at a different layer, now we have an example, uh, the countries, right, that are essentially either allowing the migration to happen or, or kind of turning a blind eye, however you want to put it. And unfortunately, their citizens are having to deal with these caravans, right, traveling through their cities, their their, their towns, like I said earlier, right. That's that's another level of of, of issues, and then uh, yet again another level is what happens at the destination of where these you know migrants are heading towards, right. In many cases, it's an example somewhere like Tijuana. Now, I don't know how you know involved some of you guys were with the news uh, last year, early last year, where. You had people in Tijuana, right, that were literally battling uh, these, you know, group of, of migrants with rocks. Like, they were literally throwing rocks at each other. Uh, it was like a whole, you know, scandal. Um, there was even a, a reporter um, that I, I mentioned here on the show sometimes, Alfredo Alvarez, who was there, like, at the scene. You know, he was trying to hide underneath cars because 
you know, he was in Playas de Tijuana, which is a, a, a famous beach there in, T in TJ. And they were, again, throwing bottles, rocks. Like, they were literally going at, you know, kind of say war. You know, I don't want to say too dramatic, but that's what kind of what it looked like, right? Um, and again, what was it? Why was it? Because citizens in Tijuana felt like we're damn tired of all the chaos that some of these people are doing. Now, it could be one or two individuals, to be fair. It could be, it could be four or five. It doesn't matter. Once somebody from the caravan, right, start doing something that the townspeople don't agree with, they're going to blame the whole damn pod. It's just, it's unfortunate, right? Um, but it is, it is a reality. Now, here's also another layer, right? Speaking of all these layers, that is not helping. And that's the misinformation. And for that, we have to turn to the current new administration, right? Which is uh, with Joe Biden's administration. So I mentioned it, I think a video or two ago of what the new, you know, you know policies, you know, that Joe Biden was immediately going to act on. And for that, we have to look an example at Joe Biden's proposal, uh, which included to in hours, by the way, after he was sworn in, according to political.com, a pathway to citizenship for 11 million undocumented immigrants, expand refugees uh, resettlement and more technology deployed to the border. Though he is leaving Congress to hash out the mechanics of passing the immigration plan, he's also moving ahead with a slate of executive actions on Friday, meaning this past Friday, among the orders was uh, the works are one to restore asylum protections and another that creates a task force to reunite families separated at the border. So when you see an article like this, and I'm even, you know, reading it myself, I can already tell because uh, of my involvement in politics and the news that this is like a snippet, like a headline. Even everything I just read, it's considered a headline because there are so many other details that this, you know, article is not mentioning. And why do I say that, right? To you, to I, that can be obvious. To people maybe translating this very website to, or people that are sharing this among social media, it gets to the ears of someone way down south, right, of the border. I mean, way down south. And they're seeing like, oh my God, pathway to citizenship, translating it in their native tongue and say, oh my God, that means that we can, we, you know, that's us, that's us guys, let's go, right? So that's misinformation, right? Because by the way, one thing that I, I know, again, because I'm involved in all this that I mentioned in that previous video was that uh, it was this year, people that were already in the country as of January, meaning this 2021, the policy would apply only to those in the U.S. at the start of this year. This article doesn't say that. So if this same article gets again to the ears of someone that doesn't know any better, that doesn't do any kind of further research, this is a, a, a hallway pass for them. This is a, a green light. Let's go. Let's go to the U.S. This new president, right? However, it's translated, by the way. Um, it's like, let's go there. It's saying that, you know, it's a pathway for citizenship for 11 million undocumented immigrants. And all they see that in 11 million, all they would see that it's me. I'm part of that 11 million once I get there. Does, you know, does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, ex exactly. I mean, Joe Biden's really kind of shoved himself in the foot and in trying to do something very humanitarian, he's causing... 
he's been quite naive actually with his move to be fair because he, he doesn't fully understand what really goes on south of the border by the sounds of things i mean he could prove me wrong but just by trying to be populist and change the policy i mean i i completely agree with the policy it's just the way that it's been implied and the way that the word's gone out to it it's it's just really slim in the foot you know like i said being the humanitarian which he wants to be and be popular which he wants to be he he's he might have the blood of these 90 people on his hands yeah and that's a question right that we have to ask ourselves is it just you know mexicans and mexico taking it upon themselves to deal with the caravan problem that they're perceiving as a problem of course right um or is it also uh, in the hands of, like you just said, Joe Biden and his, his administration, which, by the way, um, it's it's uh, it's something that even some U.S. states are fighting up against. Uh, right before we started filming, I literally got an alert from Bloomberg uh, headline, Texas wins nationwide order halting Biden's deportation freeze. So this is this again tags right along with what I just said in the article. It reads that the U.S. government's plan to pause deportations of undocumented immigrants for 100 days starting this Friday was temporarily blocked by a judge in a preliminary victory for Texas, which sued President Joe Biden's administration just two days after it started. So one thing that we have to realize is, as an example, Texas is one, not the only, but one of a few states that borders with Mexico. And for many decades, some of these states, again, bordering to Mexico, have uh, complained, right, that, hey, they, they've seen spikes uh, of people illegally crossing their land, their, you know, their property. And, you know, in that crossing, they destroy fences, they destroy property lines. They, you know, they unfortunately have even killed um, dogs because maybe the dogs come after them. So they'll kill the, the, the animal um, to prevent it from chasing them or harming them. Uh, there's been all kinds of crazy news that I've, that I've seen and heard. So some of you guys know that I live in El Paso, Texas, which is a, is a city that literally is back to back like Tijuana. I have a thing for, uh, for cities like that, uh, that, uh, you know, I have heard stories of people saying, yeah, I have like, you know, a few acres, you know, a little bit further outside of El Paso. And I, you know, dog, my dogs, I kill all the time. They get poisoned all the time, you know, and that's when I know that, you know, probably a few dozen uh, immigrants probably just came through my land over the night and I woke up and my dad, you know, my dog is dead or something. Um, cattle will also be, um, unfortunately, you know, they'll, 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 cattle will escape, excuse me, because again, they're, they're taking down some of these fences. Right. So then, you know, of course, you have ranchers and stuff like that chasing after their own animal that can get hit in the freeway. I mean, there's it's a domino effect of problems. Right. It's not just people crossing a, a line in the ground. That's like some people try to get romantic about. It's not just that, folks. It goes beyond that. Right. I have said it very publicly before. I am extremely split. It is very difficult for me as an individual. I don't have to be a hypocrite in saying that. Oh, you know, I'm all for uh, open borders or no, I'm not for open borders. I am split because I've said it. I have family here that is illegal. Right. Um, and at the same time, I have heard uh, stories from close friends and relatives of what illegal immigration has done to them. Right. Um, in different just different scenarios. 
and it's it's a very difficult thing to decide on, right? It's the it's not a just black and and white situation, but we have to tread carefully, right? Which is what I fear that the administration here of Joe Biden, in light of kind of uh, appealing to the masses, like Josh said, um, maybe didn't measure their words properly, right? And again, um, it has a uh, I believe not only has it already. Uh, motivated people to to join these caravans, but I don't think you know it's going to, for sure, not you know um, deteriorate the the you know the movement, right? Uh, it's just mm-hmm. it's like adding more fuel to a already burning fire, right? That doesn't need any more fuel. It's like if you had a, um, a plan for for this, I think it should have been rolled out in phases, right? Which he might, you know, at this point, seeing what's happening, he might. Uh, but, uh, you know, going back to, to what's happening with, with Mexicans in Mexico, can you blame them, right, for a lot of them trying to protect their lands, right, their sovereignty, um, when the U.S. has done it in the past, and, you know, either either they're protecting, an example, military bases across, you know, seas, and you're like, oh, well, hey, they're protecting themselves and, you know, our people there. Well, same can be said for people in Mexico. They're going to be saying, well, <gasps> We're going to take the same stance. The U.S. does it all the time, so we're going to do it as well. We're protecting our lands, mm-hmm. right? Certainly, you have, uh, you know, like the president of Mexico, um, uh, Obrador, right, which recently, by the way, side note, side note excuse me, got COVID. Um, so, you know, bless his heart. Hopefully, he's fine. Um, but, you know, not long ago, he was looked at as, hey, are you going to do anything about these uh, migrant caravans? And essentially, in so many words, my understanding, I don't know if he had a switch of heart, but my understanding was like, hey, big hugs. I, I, we don't need to fight. You know, they're not trying to stay in Mexico. They're trying to go to the U.S. or some kind of statement, um, you know, he gave uh, in his like daily freaking briefings that he does. So, yeah. you know, again, if the government is not going to do anything about it, the people will. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like uh, he he benefits greatly for that. You know what I mean? These border crossings aren't free. Who gets paid for them? Who runs them? Cartels. Who do cartels have to pay to stay, keep moving? Right. Government. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't, I think I, it's not quite, I don't think uh, uh, AMLO is quite the humanitarian which he seems. He, 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 just, uh, he just sees a, a new Rolex. Pretty much. Jeez. I, I mean that that could be it. That might be a bit conspiritual, but uh it could it could very well be. This is this is all conjecture, by the way. This is sure. all conjecture. Don't quote me on this. Of course, man. Same same here, right? I mean, I agree. But I mean that's all really we have, right? Without then coming out mm-hmm. on camera and admitting to what we're saying, uh, one can only um theorize as to like what is that what is it that's motivating some of these bureaucrats, right, to not mm-hmm. doing what's right. Right. Um, you know, it, it, so you people start getting, you know, people like you and I start getting um, these ideas like, hey, I wonder if they're actually benefiting in some way. And that's why they're not doing, you know, what's right. You know, um, I will also say, by the way, that um, and I guess just a tad bit in their defense, some of these caravans, um, as we saw in that video, they quite frankly don't give a shit. I mean, I'm just going to put it that way. You know, let's be let's be honest and, and blunt about it. They don't. It's not like they're asking, please, can we cross? I mean, a lot of them are forcing their way through, through, right? No matter what 
uh, border it is, no matter if it's Guatemala's border, no matter if it's Mexican's border. Again, going back and reference um, uh, something that I have in memory back in 2019, maybe, or 2020, there was that caravan that rushed through the San Isidro border, or was trying to at least. It made headlines all over, right? Because it's mm-hmm. the first time that it has happened, right? At least in recent history where, you know, you had them literally bum rushing, call it, you know, the the yeah. the border, you know, in the U.S. between Tijuana and, and San Diego. And it's like, again, how do you do with that? How do you do with people that are like, we're going to get through one way or another? They did it in Chiapas. I remember that video as well from Chiapas, mm-hmm. you know, where Mexico was trying to stop them and they got through, you know, throwing rocks and throwing God knows what they got through. So it's like, you know, again, to be kind of like the devil's advocate just a little bit, you know, if you look at someone like AMLO or Trump or Obama or even now Biden and you ask any of these, you know, top leaders like, hey, so how do you deal with that? Short of shooting them, I mean, how do you deal with them? How do you deal with some of these caravans are like the tactic is bum rushing, rock throwing, bottle throwing, and then, you know. Well, here's one thing that they do. Uh, this, this, this is, again, quite conspiratorial, but it seems like they, they invest in, in, in media coverage, in mm. slamming immigrants. They invest in that, so then they let the people take care of it like we've seen here in Mexico, like we see there in Texas. It's very popular that that border control is something to be invested in. It's mm-hmm. not It's not something... I mean, if, if I'm quite honest, I think if Biden really wanted to help, he would have helped at the cause of the problem, which would be investing in relief to maybe these countries in Honduras. Problem with that is, is the government, the governments of those countries have not had a good track history with the US of taking money, taking relief or those or resources of those kinds. So it is a difficult situation, but I think that's the that's the only way that they can deal with. They they use Fox News, immigrants, immigrants, migrants, ooh, everyone be scared. They're coming for us. They're coming for our jobs, you know, and all that kind of thing. And creating this culture of hate migrants. Right. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a tough one, man. I think um, just personally speaking, I've heard all types of different kinds of uh, stories. You know, I've heard it from you know if we're gonna get political from the left and the right. You know, in terms of people that are pro immigration uh, and people mm-hmm. that are one hundred percent like against it. Like you know, they're like, nope, I don't want not one new person. And that's that's radicalism. And I, I'm not with that either. But you know, when it comes to when it comes to the media coverage, I agree, you know, that it's, it's typically demonized, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. Ooh, the boogeyman kind of thing. And it's, and it's not necessarily true in that way. Right. And I think it happens in Mexico too. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but again, that's because, uh, it's, it's mixed money. Right. I think at the, uh, uh, yet again, <laughs> yet again, it comes down to money it comes down to the media whether it be in links whether it be in youtube videos whether it be just on you know old-fashioned tv it gets viewers it gets people to click it gets people to you know stay tuned and watch and it's very unfortunate right because you're gonna have uh people that you know don't have the best track record for for being truthful but they're entertaining whether you're talking about um tucker carlson on fox news right or you're talking about someone like uh, what's his the guy with with white hair, 
uh, like he's completely white hair. Um, God, he's oh, on CNN. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Yeah. Well, that guy, right. Uh, um, that yeah. he's, you know, that he's always, he's like the main anchor there. Right. Or whatever his name is. Um, so either one of these folks, right. Um, people usually, because again, they're, they're entertaining. They're like, Oh, um, what is he, what is his opinion over it? Right. And then whatever he says is what I'm going to go for. So his name's Anderson Cooper. Anderson Sorry, Cooper. Anderson Thank Cooper. you. Thank you. You know, one's more douchier than the other one. I will, I will say that at least, <laughs> you know, I'm not a big fan of Tucker Carlson, which is a, it's a shame because he's from San Diego. So it's, you know, my hometown, but you know, he's a, he's a bit of a schmuck. Uh, but again, I don't also agree with Anderson Cooper and his dramatics, right? I feel like they're, they're always these weird antics to like, get you like to manipulate you, you know, and I, at least personally speaking, because I'm always preaching uh, critical thinking. I read, I see through that shit. Right. And it's like, um, one is trying to make you feel guilty for not being 100% pro-immigration. And I'm talking about uh, Anderson Cooper here. And I'm like, dude, you know, you have to listen to the other side. And you can't, again, uh, victimize 100% and shame anybody or blame him, you know, into shaming him, to feeling them like, damn, if I say anything at all, I'm a racist. Or, again, on the other side with stupid uh, Carlson, Tucker Carlson, where he's like, oh, and the migrants. In your jobs, in your wife. Where is your wife right now? It's like, dude, come on, man. Shit. Like, shit, you know, like, stop it. But, uh, yeah, anyways, unfortunately, guys, that is it for the story. But it is something that we wanted to speak about. Leave a comment down below. I mean, these are just two guys with, with their points of views. And the way uh, I'm going to learn more, you're going to learn more, is by, you know, giving each other questions and having a discussion. Nothing is more important, I think, nowadays than having a discussion, right? Um, people always want to rush to action because they feel like that's the way we make change. Yeah, yeah, slow down, man. We, we, we got to do some talking before you make some of these uh, actions that you're planning on doing. Like, uh, again, not to be, you know, uh, not to beat a dead horse, um, but like Trump, or I'm sorry, Obama did, or sorry, Biden did. Oh, you caught that? Yeah, that's right. I think all of them have done uh, hasty you know, decisions with immigration. You got that? Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, Biden is just the latest in the string of presidents that they'll come out with these decisions, right? Uh, day one, day one, we're going to sign this. It's like, slow down, let's talk. So leave a comment down below. If they're not going to mm -hmm. talk to us, we should talk among ourselves, right? Because that's what the end of the day, what this show is for, um, is getting a discussion going, right? Absolutely. What was the name of that uh, that anchor against migrants again? What or what was his name? Anderson Cooper. Oh, Cooper, no, Tucker Carlson. Guy. Tucker Carlson. Everyone tweet at C Tucker Carlson now. The GTH show brought me here. You're a schmuck. <laughs> You're a schmuck. He is, man. He is. You know, um, he, he for a long time. Uh, I I used to hear him just in the background when I used to make these shows, right. and more and more and more, I found myself like. Guy. you know because uh again the dramatics you know and again to be fair i do the same thing with anderson cooper i just don't like the dramatics i just it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't buy my my vote if you want to say that right same thing that i don't, I don't like right. uh primarily believe it or not that's actually the number one reason why i actually didn't that like trump is because i don't like the dramatics Right. I think that we have too much right. of that social media and all that shit is toxic. We have way too much dramatics out there. You know, everybody, someone, someone's always crying. Someone's always yelling. 
You know, another one that I used to roll my eyes out so much was Alex Jones because throwing papers and cups <laughs> ah, ah, and like yelling. It's like, geez, man, not every episode. I, I'm OK with someone feeling passionate over something. Right. Uh, I'm sure there will be one day where I'm going to get very passionate over and you're going to have to tell me to calm down. But not every episode is like that. You know, it's I'm sorry. That's not reality. If you actually met someone like that, what would you, you would not want to associate with them. You're like, oh, not this guy. Holy shit, not this guy. He, this guy, every conversation we have, it could be about lunch. And he's like, you know, soup, soup is great. Soup is awesome. And it's like, oh, shit, dude, calm down, man. All right, calm down. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's it for today, guys. I We appreciate uh, you guys watching. And uh, again, leave a, leave a comment down below. Don't forget to like, uh, subscribe, and then ring that notification. And if we deserve it, join the show. Join. There's that join button. Click the join button and, and welcome. Um, and until next time, see ya.